Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Hey everyone, and welcome to Real Presence Live. I'm one of your hosts this morning, Brandon Clark, joined by... Joined by John Clark. John Clark. How are you, Brandon? I am doing very well. How about yourself, John? Very good. I'm doing great. It's been a month and a half. I can't believe how the time just flies. You've grown so much. (laughs) At the end of October. Which way? Out or... (laughs) (laughs) Internally. Yes. What have you been up to the past month? Boy, um, you know, we're moving. Mm-hmm. Our family is moving to a new home, so our whole month has pretty much been consumed with getting things organized and put together. So Excellent, excellent. So it flew by. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. We, uh, Tonya and I spent some time out in Michigan. Uh, I work for Covenant Eyes, and so we uh, were working on a resource for couples struggling with pornography in their marriage uh, using our own testimony. We also, uh, I give a talked to some parents and worked a women's conference and uh, actually ran into Bishop Gruce, who's he's, he was the bishop of Diocese of Rapid City, he's now the bishop of Saginaw, Michigan. <laughs> so it was great to run into a, an old face from the, the Real Presence Radio days. And so, yeah, we've, we've had a busy month as well. Wow. And uh, I'm just really excited about the things the Lord is doing, though. It's it's, uh, it's really great. So we're glad to be with you this morning. We've got a, a wonderful lineup to share with you from talking about Catholic movies and good Catholic movies we recommend to the importance of of education, Catholic education, and also the parents' role in education. We see a lot of things that are happening right now in the world around us as far as who determines what uh, happens to our kids as far as education and different things like that. So, curious to get into that discussion a little bit with Father Kyle Metzger. Also talking about the science of sainthood and doing some things and, and uh, the resources that are available to grow in holiness and uh, to really just launch ourselves into the next level spiritually. And I, I'm looking forward to the, the last conversation as well, John. We've got Father Paul Dukesher who is the pastor at St. San Androcum in Fargo, we're going to talk about the meaning of death. And specifically, we're going to look at, look at what it means when we say death and what Christ means when he talks about death, right? We know in the scriptures, he talks about uh, the, the girl who was only sleeping, right? She wasn't dead. And, and so there's going to be a, an interesting dynamic there that we'll, we'll break down with Father Paul Dukesher. So stay with us over these next couple hours. We've got a great show planned for you, and uh, we're looking forward to being with you today. Now, before we get into our first guest, I do want to take a moment to stop and uh, just surrender this show over to the Lord and lead lead us in a prayer. John? Yeah, this is the prayer for protection and healing. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, I praise and thank you for all you have given me. Please cover me with the protective, precious blood of your Son, Jesus Christ, and increase your Holy Spirit in me and with his gifts of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, hunger for prayer, and discernment to help me know your will and to surrender to it more completely. Father, please heal my negative emotions and my wounds in my heart and spirit. Send the sword of your Holy Spirit to sever and break all spells, curses, 
hexes, voodoo, and all negative genetic, intergenerational, and addictive material, past, present, or to come, known or unknown, against me, my relationships and family, finances, possessions, and ministry. Father, I forgive and ask forgiveness for my sins and failings, and ask that my whole person, body and mind, heart and will, soul and spirit, memory and emotions, attitudes and values be cleansed, renewed, and protected by the most precious blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through the name, power, blood, and authority of Jesus Christ, I bind and break the power and the effect and, uh, in and around me of any and all evil spirits who are trying to harm me in any way. I command these spirits and their companion spirits in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit to leave me peacefully and quietly. Jesus, I thank you for healing the effects of these spirits in and around me. Dear Holy Spirit, please fill any void in me with your overflowing great love. All this, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, by the guidance of your Holy Spirit. Mary, spouse of the Holy Spirit, please pray for me and with me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. What a beautiful beautiful prayer. I love it. You know, and and I love just, you know, as two men here sitting, praying, thinking about the spiritual authority. You know, I've talked about it before, just that spiritual authority we have as fathers and and husbands over our family. And to pray a prayer like that really just, it it puts the ball in Christ's court. You know, it's just, uh, it's a great opportunity to take the lead on in and creating protection around our families. So, Excellent. Well, if you're just tuning in, again, you're listening to Real Presence Live here on the Real Presence Radio Network. We are going to go to our first guest of the morning. We've got Marie Ann Torres of Salt and Light Media, and we're going to be talking about some Catholic movies to watch. She's got a couple of lists that we'll get into and talking about in some of the movies that she recommends. And so we want to welcome in Marie now. Good morning, Marie. Good morning. Hi, Brandon. Hi, John. Good morning. Morning. How are you guys today? Great, great. So um, <laughs> we we came across two lists that you put together that are Catholic uh, movies that um, in your blog say we must see. So before we get started talking about that, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So uh, I'm Marianne, and I uh, work at Salt and Light Media, um, in Toronto, Canada, we're a Catholic media company. Um, when uh, I'm not working at Salt and Light Media as uh, an associate producer, uh, I'm also uh, co-responsible for all the teens and young adults uh, in Toronto um, uh, with the Catholic uh, group that I'm a part of, the Focolare. And so, um, uh, yeah, that's, that's basically what takes up my days. Um, uh, somebody recently asked me what I do for fun. Uh, I had to think about it for a while, um, but uh, when I'm not doing any of that, I like to um, run and play soccer and play tennis and be active, but yeah, that's that's basically uh, who I am. So we're going to discuss the, these lists of Catholic movies. You published an article, and then you came up with another one because there's lots of great Catholic movies out there. What inspired you to share about your favorite Catholic movies, Marianne, about, uh, about just different things that you've encountered in the media that's Catholic-centric? 
Yeah, so there were a couple of factors that went into um, writing uh, the blog article, um, especially the first blog article. Um, for me, one of the big motivators was um, really uh, my passion for the laity, um, for, you know, the moms and the dads and the youth of the church. Um, I'm always looking in my work at Salt and Light to, um, to find ways to deepen the faith of um, the domestic church, really, or find ways to bring faith very tangibly into the domestic church. And so I'm always looking for that and, and kind of looking out for that. Um, the other thing, too, that inspired me was that, um, you know, being part of Salt and Light, you're very immersed in a Catholic world, and, um, you know, you're often encountering these different Catholic things and people and organizations and things that you just had no idea of before. And so um, between conversations with coworkers or, you know, my own research where something would come up, I was discovering that there were actually, like, good Catholic movies out there. And... You know, it happened once, it happened twice, it happened three times. And I started to say, wait a second, like, could it be true that there's actually a list, like a whole collection of good Catholic movies that are really well made and really, you know, spiritually nourishing? Um, and so through further research, it was like, yeah, this is true. And, and I have to write this article and share this with, with everyone. That's fantastic. If you're just tuning in, we're visiting with Marie-Anne Torres of Salt and Light Media, and she wrote some blog posts about her favorite Catholic movies and encouraging people to check these out, especially when considering the media and the influence that we have in our culture around us, trying to navigate the waters of trying to find good movies that we can watch. You know, this is providential that I saw this last night. Uh, Marianne, and I was watching a, um, a, a Studio C video, which is kind of a, a comedy um, video on YouTube, and in between was uh, an advertisement, and it was an advertisement for VidAngel, and it drew me in right away because there was a, an image, there was a family sitting on a couch, right, and they were all dressed in white, and they were watching the 1963 film Charade, and that's starring Cary Grant and Audrey Hepburn. Now, what's important about that? What's important about that is that film was actually where the first swear word was used in movies in this 1963 oh. film. So, uh, all of a sudden, uh, a paintball comes flying across the screen and hits one of the kids sitting on the couch. Right, And then they get into talking about the movies that we have now, and they show a chart of the escalation of, of just swearing in movies. And they come to a point of reaching a, a movie in 2013 called The Wolf of Wall Street, and they yeah. talk about how much swearing is in there. There's 528 F-words, 70 blasphemes, and that's just the beginning of the language and different things that are used in that movie. And so in this image, this family... They, they have all of these guys standing offset with paintball guns, and they just start unloading on them. And just they're just getting pelted with, with these paintballs. <laughs> and what I love about it is it's just a fantastic image of the onslaught we get in our movies from 1963 and that first swear word to where we ended up in, in 2013. And obviously now we have uh, movies with, with even more things involved in them, but, but how that progression went. And so what I love is that you have taken this opportunity to share these movies with us. And, you know, I think maybe we could get into why you think it's important to find good movies like the ones that you mentioned and blogged about for families. 
Yeah, um, you know, I'm absolutely, I'm so happy that you asked this question um, about why it's important to families. And, um, you know, I can, the, the best thing I can say is, is just based off of my own experience with my own family. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot of reasons to watch with a family, these Catholic movies. Um, it's very interesting because while I was writing um, this first blog article, and the second one too, but while I was writing these articles, um, there was this backstory that was playing out in my own home. Um, because before putting any movie out there as, as you know, you know, as, as content to watch, um, even if I had seen the movie, I always wanted to, like, screen it and, and review it and, and, you know, watch the whole thing to make sure, you know, that everything was good, that I could put my you know, recommendation behind it. And so in my living room, um, while the article was being crafted, um, we'd be watching the movies, and my family together, we'd be watching the movies. Um, and so I, I, I saw in my own family a transformation uh, from this, and um, it, was really, uh, it was really beautiful to watch um, our faith grow collectively. Um, you know, at my home, we have this running joke um, called Paradiso, and every time something goes wrong, we say Paradiso. Um, the reason being, uh, you know, it comes from St. Philip Neri, I prefer heaven. The saint would often say, uh, yo preferisco il paradiso, I prefer heaven. So now in my family, when things go wrong, we, we just say, I prefer heaven, I prefer heaven. And all this came from watching Catholic movies together uh, for the sake of this article. Um, so, yeah, definitely recommended for families to, to do this as well, and I hope that this can have the same effect for families that, that watch these movies. I think that's fantastic. How about this? Let's go ahead, let's take a break, uh, and then on the other side, we can get into these movies and what you liked about them and why you recommend them. So let's stay with us here on Real Presence Live. We'll be back as we continue with Marie Ann Torres talking about some great Catholic movies that you and your families can watch. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. 
Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director at Riverview Place Senior Living Community in Fargo. For over 35 years, we've been honored to nourish our residents in mind, body, and spirit. We offer a full calendar of activities, events, and faith-based programming, and the best food in town. Our independent and assisted living residents thrive in our warm, comfortable, and compassionate community. We'd love to meet you. Call Marin or Katie today at 701-237-4700 to line up a tour. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, everybody. If you're just joining us, uh, we are visiting with Marie Ann Torres from Salt and Light Media, and we're discussing Catholic movies, and um, she's identified 14, or actually 15, Catholic movies that she recommends um, one uh, seven from or actually eight from a blog she wrote back in October of last year and then she refreshed it in August so uh, thanks for joining us Marie um, I have a question as we get right into it here I noticed when I took a look at the list um, it really draw it, it brought to my attention some movies that I haven't watched yet and so I was able to watch pick those up but the other thing that I that I really found interesting is that uh, when my my perception of the Catholic movie is really goes back to the shoes of a fisherman or a man for all seasons. But I find when I went down this list, like Fatima, Passion of the Christ, The Way, there are movies that are on this list that are very recent. Um, tell us how you, how you came about um, the movies that actually uh, made this list. Yeah. Um, so this, uh, these movies, um, they really were found through uh, you know, uh, conversations with, with other co-workers or Catholics. You know, once you start saying, I'm writing a blog article about Catholic movies, um, you know, somebody says, oh, have you heard about this one? Or, oh, um, at my work, we were just talking to this uh, studio, and they're doing this, do you know about it? Um, so a lot of it was having this real, like, up-to-date information about what was happening um, within the church, uh, within this film world. Um, and the other part of it was just, really sitting down and, and doing research um, and, and going through Google and maybe not clicking the first two links that pop up, but maybe scrolling a bit more or maybe checking out, like, other Catholic sources like um, forms, for example, or, or um, uh, other Catholic mediums. So um, they were movies that were out there but just took a little bit of extra love uh, to find. Um, but like you said, I was also very um, wonderfully surprised uh, to realize how many movies were were Catholic and also modern that they weren't made in like 1960 or 1940. Like there are some great Catholic movies that were made um, recently as well. We've been talking about and just individually about some of the movies that made the list. We haven't really gone over the list yet, so I'm sure I'm hoping our listeners are, you know, get to the list, you know. But before we do, I want to ask. I saw two. My wife and I were talking about this, and we thought Sister Act made the list. And the Prince of Egypt. That's really cool. I mean, t- tell us, you know, what, what met, made those movies um, get to your list? Yeah, so um, Sister Act, I actually, you know, I had this debate within myself. I'm like, do I add Sister Act to the list? Um, you know, it's not necessarily, um, you know, one of those, like, Catholic movies like Fatima or, or Mother Teresa of Calcutta. Um, but uh, when I watched it, um, 
I, I watched it all, obviously with a careful eye to see, hmm, like, like what could come out of this? And really what I took away was just this feel-good movie that in no way, you know, portrayed the church in a negative way. It actually, you know, portrayed the church very wonderfully, and, and you n- would never think that this, um, you know, lounge singer meeting these, you know, this worldly lounge singer meeting these nuns would, you know, on this maybe secular movie would come out of, of would, would leave anything good in its trail, but um, instead there was this beautiful transformation on, on in, in both the lounge singer's heart and, and both the nuns' hearts, so... Um, it was this movie of encounter, and it was a feel-good movie that does make you laugh and does make you feel good also about your church and about your faith. So for that reason, Sister Act uh, made the list. Um, yeah. <laughs> a Prince of Egypt, Prince of Egypt 2 was, was just all around really a masterpiece, spectacular, and so that's why that one made the list, too. That's wonderful. If you're just tuning in, we're visiting with Marie-Anne Torres of Salt and Light Media. She wrote a couple of blog posts recommending some Catholic movies that she previewed herself uh, and and has put a recommendation behind. And we're starting to get into that. We've talked about Sister Act. We uh, also talked about The Prince of Egypt. What else is on your list, Marie-Anne, that listeners might find interesting? Yeah, so uh, on my list, well, you know, it's really hard for me to single out only a few. I wish I could go down and, and you know, through the 14 or 15 and just talk about each one, because each one brings something special to the table. Um, um, but if I had to single out just a select few, um, my personal favorites, I would talk about um, Mother Teresa of Calcutta. Um, I would talk about uh, Fatima, uh, released in 2020. And uh, St. Philip Neri, I Prefer Heaven. What about those movies stands out in particular? Well, for me, um, you know, personally, it, it's really um, the way that the movie struck me personally, uh, struck a chord or impacted my own faith life. Um, in fact, I think if somebody else went through lists to the two articles and watched these movies, somebody else might come away with a totally different set of three um, uh, so, so these three are, are three that are very personal for me. Um, Mother Teresa of Calcutta, um, you know, I have a huge devotion to Mother Teresa. Um, I, I, I love her so much, and I often, you know, ask for her intercession. Um, and getting to see the saint um, that, that I had known about, really, you know, through reading or other means, but getting to see the saint come to life on screen, getting to see a real picture of her and get a real sense of who she was, and her life was very powerful, I found. And so, for that reason, Mother Teresa stands out to me, or Mother Teresa of Calcutta. Um, Fatima um, was really responsible for increasing my love for Mother Mary. Um, my my uh, reverence of her, my, my, my devotion to her. Um, you know, I, I had that, of course, as a Catholic, but watching Fatima was, was incredible. And, and it was one of those things that deepened uh, that sense of Virgin Mary for me. Um, and uh, St. Philip Mary, I Prefer Heaven, um, that came out of, uh, you know, what the effect it had on my family, on our family dynamic, um, um, on just the way that I could see us transform together after watching the movie. Um, that, for me, I, I'm so grateful to that movie for that, and so that's why I put it um, on my list. And on top of that, the movie was actually really great. It was it was funny. It was it was um, uh, you know it was faith filled. 
at all the right moments. It would make you laugh and make you cry. Um, so, yeah, th- those are my top three for those reasons. That's great. Um, you know, uh, I, got, I have to interject. I think one of the couple of my favorites on that list, one was uh, Phantom, of course. Uh, I hadn't seen that before. Every time I'd, I'd uh, go onto Netflix, I would, I would go across and I thought, i got to watch that sometime. I'm really glad I did. I just thought that the, the acting of the children was absolutely phenomenal. Um, and it really, really showed the true um, innocence and acceptance of kids and um, you know what, how Mary can have an impact on it. And I also like The Way. Um, give us your thoughts on that movie. Yeah, The Way. Um, I put The Way on the list. Um, great movie as well. Because I really, you know, it's a movie that, that in, in which you watch these kind of lost souls, you know, take on the Camino de Santiago and, you know, they're going through life. They're, they're, some, some of them are not really sure why they're on the path anyway. And, and at the end of the... Oh, I don't know if I can speak about the end, but you do see that... <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> but you do see them, let's say, transform and, and discover something deeper. So, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, one of the other things on your original set of seven is, of course, The Passion of Christ, which... I don't watch every year because it's very hard to watch, but I, I encourage people to at least watch it once in their life. And I, I have to say that, you know, when I meditate on the mysteries, the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary, the images from the Passion of Christ are the ones that I meditate on because they just yes. stuck with me. So I wonder if you could say a word about the Passion and why that made your list. You know, uh, just for the very same reason as you said, I also do that um, when I pray the Sorrowful Mysteries as well. I do think of the Passion of Christ and, and what I saw there, because um, it was very impactful, and and it stays with you, you know, to understand, um, in a sense, how much Christ suffered, you know, physically and, and the way He was wounded and everything. Um, um, Passion of Christ. Yeah, I saw it when I was very young. I don't know if I would say too young for, for uh, <laughs> I'm not sure, but I, when I was very young, and, and that, I remember I stayed up all night thinking about it, like, after I watched it, and, yeah, tossing and turning, like, wow, this changes everything. So, Passion of Christ, yeah, is one of those huge movies to watch. It was very impactful, and I think that, um, I think the tradition of, of remembering the Passion of the Christ um, every year around Easter really, for me personally, fills, it makes that Easter season uh, more powerful because I can put that image in my mind. Um, so, and, and you know what? I think this is kind of interesting. I, I want to talk about another um, one. It's actually an honorable mention. Seven minutes and 11 seconds. Um, I actually forwarded this link out to all my friends um, and yeah. said, you know, you really have to watch this. Um, and that was actually one of the first ones from the list that I hadn't heard of watched before that I watched because I thought, hey, that's seven minutes and I don't have, you know, two hours to put to this, but I got seven minutes. <laughs> that was a very powerful seven minutes. How did you come across that? Yeah, so that was, uh, again, you know, research uh, on YouTube. Um, you know, part of my job is actually also to find short videos and mm. short films, content that can go on our platform. Um, that we can, you know, uh, share on, on, you know, through our means. And so, um, you know, through, uh, you know, deeper research, uh, that's where the veil removed came from. But absolutely, it's, when I watched it, I also, I teared up because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I, I hadn't, 
you know, I, I love the Mass, but even so, I hadn't thought of the Mass in this way, in such a mystical way. Um, and it's one of those things, just like Fatima, just like uh, Mother Teresa, where where it, it brings something to life uh, in a deeper way and, and just makes your face so much more tangible. You know, coming across these films, whether they're two hours or short films, it, it really it does this to, to your face and to your face life. Yeah, and it's really nice to know, Brandon uh, and, and Marianne. I think it's just nice to know that there's sources out there. There's so much noise around us. There's so many um, tugs to go um, down that action movie film yeah. and, and some of the more you know the filth and things such as that. Where we have right in front of us, you know, a, a wealth of movies that are actually they're they're um, engaging and they're funny and they have a great message and they're right in front of us, just like everything else is. Yeah, we just have about 30 seconds left here, Marianne. Where can people, if they want to read these blog posts and any future blog posts that you have on movies and recommendations, where can they find those? Yeah, so they can uh, certainly check out our website, uh, somedia.org, where we have our blog section. Uh, The blogs are there. They can, I think, simply do a Google search for seven Catholic movies to watch or seven more Catholic movies to watch. Um, in terms of finding the movies, YouTube uh, offers a lot of these. Uh, there are some on Netflix. There are some on forums as well. So, um, yeah, hopefully hopefully they can find these movies. And hopefully these movies can, can also deepen their faith and transform their lives and their families' lives uh, as well. That's fantastic. Thanks so much for being on with us this morning. Thanks so much for having me. All righty. God bless you. Thanks, Marianne. God bless Well, up next, we're going to look at the goal of Catholic education, and not just that, how a parent's role in education should come in as well when we talk about the overall education of our children. Father Kyle Metzger, principal of Shanley High School, is going to be on next to talk about that as we continue on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.